Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Bullshit. It's your girl Kimbo here, a.k.a. The Blasian Sensation, a.k.a. Traveling Chafing Queen, a.k.a. King Ping Kimbo. What's up? A.k.a. Daughter of Pajanat, a.k.a. Slayer of Poles, a.k.a. Mother of Georgie, a.k.a. Kimbo Kush, a.k.a. Captain Planet. She's a hero, gonna take pollution down to zero, a.k.a. Miss Pussy Control, a.k.a. The Hustlin' Hussy, a.k.a. Twerking on Your Daddy's Couch, a.k.a. Yes, My Middle Name is Spelled wrong aka kimbo of all trades because she can do it all aka the nomadic nympho aka heels bigger than your dick aka platypussy cue the horns hi everyone welcome back to another episode of this shit um i wish you guys could see me like i'm fucking just like sitting in this chair legs spread spread eagle i'm over here like lean the fuck back uh Currently high as fuck. Um, I smoked out of my cute little bong that I got from work. Um, it's oh, what am I smoking though? Oh, I'm smoking Northern Lights. It's this magnificent strain. It's an indica dominant strain, meaning it's going to be more of that indica in the couch feeling. Um, and I'm definitely feeling it. Um, but it's amazing, and it smells. It looks. It tastes delicious. It reminds me of confetti. Um, I don't know why it just does, uh, but it's amazing confetti. Um, so yeah, I'm really high. I also took a little bit of a gummy. Um, I had one of my favorite, favorite, favorite gummies of all time by the, by the company called Wana and it is the brand or it's the flavor Yuzu and it's a two to one, meaning it has a lot of CBD in there. Um, 200 milligrams of CBD and hundred milligrams of THC and your girl is feeling it. So welcome back guys. Um, this is episode 33. What? Oh my God. 33. 33, right? Right? In Spanish. And oh shit. Okay. Nung song sam. Sam sip sam. That is 33 in Thai. Hi guys. Welcome back. I am so happy that you guys are listening. Um, shout out to y'all. Uh, your girl has had an interesting week. Um, first of all, like work has like shifted um, like my, like basically I worked one shift, um, for the past like six months since I got the job in the cannabis industry, shout out to the cannabis industry. Um, and then now there we're kind of alternating shifts, uh, due to the, you know, people are getting vaccine shots and everything. So we're now having like a bigger staff and we're integrating shifts and things. So your girl actually gets time to get off work earlier and go have a life and go see her nieces and her friends and go to like fucking the mall. Like I literally left work the other day, like that, like at three 30 and I was like, what do I do with myself? I had no fucking idea. I like forgot how it was. Cause I'm just always so work. I'm just always working. So, um, yeah, I was like, I'm like, what the fuck? What do I do? What do I do? So it was a little bit, it was awesome. It was overwhelming, but it was awesome. So currently loving it the change change is good um yeah I it's gonna be great to allow me just to have a lot more free time to do like chemology shit and acting and all that fun stuff speaking of um I did get like booked like this random like I don't know gig I don't I my agent didn't even tell me what I'm doing so I really don't know I really pray and hope that whatever it involves I can 
so right i i can get away with my hair okay so guys i'm currently in a fucking state of crisis with my hair um uh my hairdresser has is super busy she's got a lot going on she usually dyes my hair does my hair but due to her schedule i haven't been able to see her and then i'm just supposed to ride it out till like in a few more weeks I'm, i i can survive but in the meantime i'm getting like booked these gigs like in acting and things like that and my hair looks a mess so i'm over here just like fucking hiding my hair underneath hats head scarves, you name it. Cause I'm currently, I had a mohawk guys. I'm like, I have curly hair. If you guys don't know or follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. If you don't, I have two main pages that I really post from Kimbo underscore ish K I M B O underscore ish I S H. And then there's Kimboology podcasts, which of course this is the podcast here. So it's Kimboology podcasts all at that. Um, you could find me. But, um, yeah, if you guys want to know what the fuck my hair looks like, um, yeah, it's a hot mess. Your girl's going through it. So I'm like, I'm like low key embarrassed to go to this shoot and be like, Hey guys, so good luck with this, this hair. Good luck with this mess on my head. Um, (laughs) yeah. And then I have some plans. Like I need to get my hair like together because my sister's getting married literally like in June. So I need to get my hair together. So I'm hoping I don't look crazy in June for this fucking wedding. Cause that would suck. Um, but on another random ass fucking thing that happened to today, uh, this week, was it this week or was it last? No, was it this week? Um, so you guys know about TikTok, right? Right. Yeah, of course. Everybody does. Did you know, did you know motherfuckers are making bank on these fucking TikTok videos and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, apparently people are. Uh, news to fucking me. I'm still not on TikTok like that. I just can't, guys. It's just really, really time consuming. Um, but yeah, a long time ago, a, you know, I had a random girl that like slid in my DMs, you know, and like, you know how it is on like Instagram and shit. People be sliding your DMs like, hey, do you want to promote this R1 brand? And da 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 we'll send you this. And then just message this this account. And, and you're just like, what the fuck? Like, this is scam. Okay, no, this is a fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? I don't got time for this bullshit. So fully thought that this was going to be one of those things, but no, the girl actually turned out to like, when she like came through, slid in my DMs and was like, Hey, there's this like, you know, campaign for curves. I don't know if you guys know about curves. Um, you know, it's like a, like a fitness studio or fitness, um, branch or whatever. And she hit me up and she was just like, yeah, I need some girls for like, just like to do like TikTok videos, you know, blah, blah, blah. Let me know your rate. I was like, what? Skirt, skirt. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, I emailed her back. I emailed, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to my agent, you know, and I'll let you know the rate. And then, so she emailed me like still inquiring. She was like serious about it. And I was just kind of like, all right, cool, whatever, you know? So I was just like, you know what? Like, I'm going to treat this as, as if this is a non-union job, a non-union gig. Um, non-union meaning not SAG, not affiliated with SAG or SAG-AFRA. Um, so usually non-union jobs are like 500 bucks, right? You can do a non-union job for 500 bucks. Um, mind you, she told me these were TikTok videos. It wouldn't take more than an hour, an hour and a half, okay? And usually, typically, if you put a number on things, people will show you real quick whether they're serious or not, right? So I tell her... 500 bucks, right? Whatever. Little did I know that she would be quick to be like, yeah, we can do that. I was like, skirt, skirt. Yet again, I was like, oh, okay. 
all right, cute. All right. Um, so then originally we were supposed to like do this at a fitness, do this at a curves, like do some videos and like film there. She changed them. She changed it last minute. Right. And then it turned into being at her like studio, right. At her, like in her like apartment in like Humble Park here in Chicago. And right away, I was like, okay, here we go. She's about to fucking murder me and, you know, kidnap me. Like, okay, here we go. This is when it starts. Like, here comes the bullshit. You know, fully expected this to be some sort of, like, bullshit, you know, sketch-ass shit. Because it's just kind of sketchy. Like, oh, you're going to change the location, like, the day before? Okay. But it was my day off. And if I really was going to make 500 bucks, I was going to, like, give it a shot. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. So I literally, like, sent, like a message to like my, the girl, like a group chat, my group chats, you know, like I shout out to the girls and the gays, you know, I have a group chat with my girls and my gays. And like, I sent them like, Hey guys, I'm dropping a pin. This is where I'll be at. This is supposed to be some TikTok shit. I don't fucking know. You know, here we go. Send it to my sisters, send it to my man. I was like, here's where I'm at. Boom. Here's the address, you know? And my, of course the girls and the gays were just like, We'll come through with the pit bulls, bitch. Let us know. Like, you know, like, just like, just, you know, send us a like little message if you need us to come through and save you. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I can't. I love, I love my friends. Like, I'm so blessed. Um, so that cracked me the fuck up. So yeah, I shortly, I got there. It was super innocent. This chick is like super cute. Shout out to you. You know who you are. Um, she is like this like TikTok account manager, right? So she's like, she campaigns, like she reach outs to campaigns or they contact her. And since TikTok is like this new lucrative brand that you can make money off uh, a platform, I'm sorry, uh, people are finding uses on, companies are finding ways to advertise their shit. Um, and they're using just influencers or regular ass people, right? Or actors or whatever, you know, whatever they can find. So, um, she did ask me, she was like, yeah, how do you want to get paid? Zell, Venmo, cash. I said, bitch, cash, money, show me the money, right? I go in there, you know, it's really innocent. It's just like, it's her apartment with like her cats. Their her cats are fucking cute. Her cat like came in the room, was joining us with like the shooting. It was, it was adorable. And she had that cash money on the table right there waiting for me. And I said, wait, okay, well, this is some serious. Okay. I was like, I, I, so I was like quick to be like, bitch, where do you want me? Like, okay, you want me here? What do you want me to do? All right, I'll do this. Da, 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 da. And when I tell you, it literally felt like I was like literally with my friend in like our, in my bedroom, like, like using our phones, like recording ourselves, doing dumb shit on like for TikTok felt just like that. Uh, you know, I did the whole like trendy, like point to the side for, you know, and then there's like little icons to, to tell you what to do type shit. You know, I've, I've posted them. I'm, I've been doing the reels on Instagram just cause like whatever. Uh, but I haven't yet ventured to TikTok, which I need to now. Cause I know, I know a little bit more tea about it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was there for like at most an hour and a half and then I was, she was just kind of like, okay, well, thank you so much. Like, so I'm going to send this content to my client and then yeah, if we like, we can, we can book you again. Right. And I said, bitch, what? That's it. You literally gave me $500 to do this bullshit. Uh, of course I'll come back and do this bullshit. Are you kidding me? What are you talking What are you talking about? What else do you need me to do? Like this shit was so easy. I was like, I work too goddamn hard for my money. Like, I swear to God, I was like, what the fuck? I just robbed this bitch. Right. But little did I fucking know. So I have a friend. Oh, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle Sudges. You know who you are. Um, he was on the show before, too, um, in the episode really early on. 
it's like I think it's called Gay Shit. The episode called Gay Shit on you know my show here. Um, that's Kyle, and he is like into TikTok. He told me that he's been like a TikTok influencer type of sorta. So I reached out to him and said, "Yo, bitch, uh, what is this bullshit? You know, are you doing this? Like, I just robbed this bitch for five hundred dollars. Like, what's the tea?" And then he basically said, like, yeah, I like recently like posted like a video of myself doing this, like po- like talking about a product. And literally the company reached out to me and said this, like, they, can they buy it off? Can they buy the usage off for me, off of me and um, paid me five, $1,500 to do it. And I said, skirt, skirt. I said, pardon. I said, excuse moi. I said, what? I said, OK, so this is a thing. And you're telling me that I actually could have got more money off of this? Like, what? So you best believe, you know, your girl's going to be like, next time she calls me, be like, so I actually got a little bit more information about what's going on with this TikTok shit. And I would like a little more. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. So, yeah. So that happened. And I was just kind of like, I'm still shocked about it because I totally felt that I robbed her. But apparently... So it turns out that TikTok is still so new that brand companies don't know what to charge for this type of like work, right? Like this type of influencer work. Um, so they're asking us for the rates, like they're reaching out to people and asking us what our rate is. So what's important, I feel like to know about it is that do your research. So like if I didn't know Kyle got paid $1,500 to, to literally get paid for a post he already did on TikTok that was literally like seven seconds... I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, I, I thought 500 was a lot, which is, it's not apparently, you know, at all. So, um, I'm happy to like know that because also Kyle's a white man. So like, you know, let's just all, let's just be real. You know what I'm saying? Like he's a gay man, but he's white and he's a man. And, you know, as a black woman, you know, we're always getting paid the lesser of the white man, you know? So say if he can get 1500, I probably could have got, you know, at least a thou maybe, you know, who knows? Um, but it also depends on the campaign or whoever, you know, whatever, but these companies got money, they got money. So, and then also if you think about it, that one post or so whatever that he did circulates, you know, they asked for like three months of usage. So like for three months that's circulating through people's phones, millions of people's phones, you know what I mean? It, It could be, um, for three months. So that is like, all that is advertisement for them. And how much revenue is that making that company? A lot of fucking money. So in retrospect, $1,500 for all that advertisement right there is, isn't really a lot. Like it's, it's, that's something that should be paid and and he could have got more and I could have got more. So, uh, that's just a little bit of a tidbit that I learned this week. And I wanted to kind of like talk about it because I thought that was really amazing. And like to know that that's stuff that's going on right now. Um, keep a lookout, like definitely do your research because apparently there's money to be made on TikTok guys. Like apparently. So I need to get more into that type of shit too. Like, you know, like it's all about what trends, it's all about what goes viral. So, and you never know, like the dumbest shit that you post could go viral. You know what I mean? So I literally was like fucking stuck watching this one video of this man that had this like bear filter on his face and his kid was in the back seat. And literally the kid was like scared, like daddy stop. And the guy's like, I'm a bear. You know, he's all scaring the kid. He's like, huh, you're in my world now. It was the funniest shit I've ever watched. And it was, it was just so simple and dumb, but like I cracked up. I watched it about a hundred times and yeah, that went viral. So it's just like, you never know what will go viral. And when it goes viral, bitch, okay, ka-ching, ka-ching. All right. 
So yeah, little tidbit on that. Um, oh my God, you guys, this episode this week, sorry, I totally like went on a tangent like I always do. Um, hi as fuck. Um, it's just solo dolo me this week, guys. Um, I wanted to talk more about um, the environment, sustainability, because obviously that's what we really, really care about here in Kimboology. Um, it's a part, it's a huge part of my brand. Um, and it's just gonna be solo, solo dolo me this week, but I want to feature this documentary that I watched on Netflix called a plastic ocean. Um, super, super, super good. Um, amazing film to watch really, really informative. Um, if you stay up to date on like what's going on with like, you know, this is the planet, Mother Earth, you know what I'm saying? Um, really, really important documentary to watch. So we're going to talk about that later. Um, so yeah, that's something that we're going to do this week um, on the show. But before we do that, sexy sustainability. So guys, this week on sexy sustainability, I found the coolest thing I saw. I saw this like on my Instagram, I was scrolling through the feed and this kind of came up on my, on my feed and I thought it was amazing. So I wanted to shout them out. Um, so apparently, um, in France, there's these French design students. Um, this is all according to DZ.com. So D-E-Z-E-E-N.com. Um, so these students have, have taken discarded chewing gum and they're creating skateboard wheels, skateboard wheels out of them. How fucking cool is that? Right? Like so innovative, so smart. You know what I mean? Gum is a, gum is awful. It's a nuisance. It like doesn't, it takes years and years to break down. So if they can find a better usage after gum, after people chew it, fuck yeah, it's amazing. Right? So um, these French design students, um, they are literally in, um, what part of France? Kind of like scrolling through this, like, I don't want to read the entire article to y'all cause that's going to be too much. Whatever. It's a part of France. Um, ah, Nantes or Nantes, 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 N-A-N-T-E-S, France. Um, so they went around and they started to install these like special collection boards, like on poles. And it literally is like this whiteboard. I'm going to put the article in the show notes so you guys can go and reference it if you need to. Um, and there's like a white, it's all white and it says gum collect. And like people will like, will just like place their gum on these like collection things on the, on the posts. And after the gum is collected every week, um, the gum, like they just basically take that. They also grab gum from the ground and all sorts of stuff. Um, so they clean. So basically what they do is they take the gum, they clean it and they dye it with natural colors. And then the gum is transformed into the base for the skateboard wheels. And these wheels are really cute. They're like looking really like tie dye and shit. Like it's really, really smart. I think these kids are just like going to save us all. Cause I'm just like, how cute is this? You know, like gum is just everywhere. Gum is literally like illegal in Singapore. I don't know if you guys knew that. Like if you want to go to jail in Singapore, bring you bring you some gum there and cuz it's like a super clean metropolitan city. So um gum is like prohibited. So like I really felt like a bad bitch when I had gum there cuz I did. I had gum cuz I just like had gum in my bag and they didn't catch it. So I was like, "Ooh, look at me. I got some gum, you know." Um, which sounded really stupid, but over there they were like, "You have gum? Oh my god, can I have some?" Like <laughs> like they don't have gum there. They're like, "What?" Cause they don't want that shit all over the streets and stuff. Cause that shit doesn't go away. So, so yeah, shout out to them. 
that's all I wanted to talk about for sexy sustainability this week because I wanted to really, because later on we're going to talk a lot about sustainability in the show, in our main topic. Um, so yeah, that's it for that. We're going to go ahead and switch over to the recycling of the news. Um, I want to talk about this fucking article I caught and saw. So apparently, y'all, there is a place that these British old grannies go to and they be going to get that black dick, okay? They be going to get they be going to get that black mandingo dick, all right? Um, Gambia, I believe that's in Africa. Oh my god, you guys! If this part, if if Gambia is not in Africa, I hate I, I hate myself. Um, whatever. The article is according to thesun.com. Uh, it says, "Welcome to Gambia." <laughs> so Gambia is a place. Uh, has become a sex paradise for British grands that makes, uh, what, mangalof look tame? I don't know what that means. Um, so yeah, uh, it basically shows all these fucking photos and videos of old ass white ladies that be like twerking on these like hot black like African men or Caribbean men. Um, I'm over here just like, it's hilarious because apparently this is where the white old ladies go to get you to get the, to get them some young black dick. um and it's hilarious to me because all these fucking videos and photos are just like hilariously gross so um yeah and they're like i guess it's like they have like these like pages and like little like groups that they all talk about like how when they go there okay it is in africa there is a nigga with a old white lady and he's got his hand on her butt and he's over here looking at her like, bitch, you about to pay my motherfucking bills. I know that's right. He's looking at her like, damn, bitch, how much money you got? How much money you got? You about to bring me to the UK? What's up? Um, disgusting. Um, but apparently it's like a win-win situation. Well, not even because I apparently like, you know how the whole saying is that like, oh my God, you know, like, you know, these men are trying to use these women to like get to like, you know, get to like the UK or whatever. But it seems like these women are just like there to use the black men and get their dick. So it's just like hilarious to me. So the article goes on and on and on. There are several photos of niggas with fucking old white ladies, which is hilarious to me. Um, Oh my God. One bitch actually married this nigga. Oh my God. Yeah. So apparently one bitch went over there and found her husband Oh, my God. Okay, so I guess they are, I guess it is working because these niggas are like, yes, this, is my t- this bitch is my ticket to freedom. Okay, so yeah, this article is hilarious. It's full of grossness. There's just like grannies twerking on niggas. I can't. So yeah, that was a funny article that I read. So that definitely had to be in the recycling of the news this week. Um, I'll put the article in the show notes if you want to see these niggas with these grannies. Gross. Um, also, I saw this article and I was like, skirt, skirt. Um, apparently the, the national park, uh, in the Grand Canyon, the national park service calls for volunteers to come and kill bison at the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Like they're, they want people to go there and kill these bison. So according to foxnews.com, uh, the national park service is looking for volunteers to assist in killing hundreds of bison on the North Rim of Arizona's Grand Canyon National Park. The fuck? Um, yeah, so apparently, yeah, this is just like wild. So I guess from what the article states is that there is an, there is, they're overrun right now 
with um with too many too many bison. And so they are concerned about the increased impacts on like the part reserves such as water, vegetation, soil, agricultural sites and values such as visitor experience and wilderness and wilderness character. And there's a photo of the Grand Canyon with like um like mad bison everywhere. So apparently these bison have been fucking and there's just like so many of them and they need help getting rid of them. So yeah, that's insane. Okay. Um, I'm just kind of like scrolling through this. Yeah, I mean, uh, what does it say? The shooting animals accustomed to a non-threatening human presence. Six million, it is a betrayal. Oh, so I guess they're, they're all people that are mad about it. I knew that too. I was like, there's got to be some people that are fucking mad about this. Like, this doesn't sound right, but okay. So there apparently some people are trying to relocate these bison and not just kill them, but yeah. There's just like in that area, there's just too many bison. So I know I've had bison meat before. I've had like bison jerky. That shit was lit. Um, it was like from some organic like place, some, you know, bougie ass organic place. The jerky cost like a million dollars. So I was like, um, the fuck? I was like, this better be the best fucking jerky in my life. And it was. So I was like, all right, fine, whatever. I'll pay the money. Um, so, yeah, there's uh, too many bison over there. I guess there's talks about whether or not it is humane to just fucking kill them or just like try to have them move. So, but that's wild. That's crazy. Right. Like too many bison. So yeah. Um, I guess there's like deer season, but bison season, I don't fucking know. Um, so yeah, there's that also shout out to Chicago. Apparently now there's an article, um, by, uh, com that said Navy pier is going to reopen on Friday. Y'all. Um, so I, you guys, if you don't know, if you're listening from, uh, you know, parts other parts of the world um i'm in chicago and navy pier is kind of like our like touristy section it's really popular for tourists it's right by the pier it's beautiful there's like a big ass like you know what do you call it wheel ferris wheel whatever um but it's been closed because of covid so but apparently they are going to be pulling back restrictions and now navy pier will be back open so if you guys want to come to chicago and go to navy pier what's up um, make sure you're vaxxed and waxed and faxed, okay? Um, but yeah, I guess a lot, so. Apparently, though, they are going to be thinking about reopening a lot of parts of um, Chicago, and then um, some. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know, shit. The South been open, like Florida been open. I heard. I heard Florida is like a cesspool of COVID right now. So I'm like, I'm not. I'm straight on that. I also did hear that Puerto Rico went back to stage four. So that's kind of sucks. So. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just, it's, we're still not done with this shit, guys. Come on, y'all. Like, still wear your masks. If you, if you can social distance or, or go hang out with your people outside, like, the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, we got to still try. Like, it's, the shit ain't over, you know? But apparently, like, um, festivals and concerts and shit are happening again. I know people are too excited. A lot of my coworkers are talking about it, too. They're super hype about all the fucking concerts and shit going on. I still don't know. I still don't know if I'm ready for that. So, we shall see. So we shall see. Um, so yeah, that's what's happening in, in recycling in the news, guys. Uh, I need to pee and I need to get a drink um, before we return. And I'm going to talk to you guys about this documentary called A Plastic Ocean. We'll be back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. 
Today's episode of the Kimboology Podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back, everyone. Hello. Um, I kind of just wanted to acknowledge something that I just thought about. Because remember that whole TikTok story I told you all about before the break? I got the $500, right, for that. But, like, it's just so funny because, like, this week, like, I had to pay rent and shit like that. So I had to, like, you know, give money for that. But then, like... I was like short, right? Like I was like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like I need more money. You know what I mean? Like I need to pay rent, but it's like, fuck, like, you know, I'm a little short. And I noticed that God will always kind of send me ways to make extra cash when I'm like short. And it's amazing, guys. So like, guys, if you're not spiritual, like, you know, whatever, that's on you. But I truly am a spiritual person. I believe in God. I believe in the universe, though, mostly. Like I'm, I'm not really like a hardcore Christian Catholic, any of that shit. I'm more of like a believer in faith and like, the universe. So, um, and I have my own relationship with God. I don't really go to church like that, but that's just, just me, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just one of those things. Like I literally like was thinking like, fuck, you know, like I gotta get my, you know, rent and then boom, I do this like TikTok thing and I get paid an extra 500 bucks. I was like, fuck bet. You know what I'm saying? That gets me like literally out of the hole. And that kind of happens to me like every now and then it does. It really does. Um, like one time I remember this was like way, way before the pandemic ever happened years ago. Um, your girl was out here doing the many gigs, having like 30 fucking jobs, whatever have you. Uh, but I was living that gig life. So I was a full-time freelancer. So I would just pick up any sort of gig or shift or I was doing like background work then I was doing background acting for money as well and stuff like that. Um, this was in the midst of my traveling spurt. Like I would go and travel. I would leave leave home for like months on end, go backpack, go travel, and then come back home, make some money, do any, any ob job I can, you know? So, and this is when I was acting too. So I did remember I did this like, this like gay pride shoot. It was like a photo shoot, but it was like, it paid really well. Like I got paid. It was like a day of shooting. It was really cold. I remember that it was cold that day, but they took care of us and we were wearing all like gay pride gear. It was super cute. And I got paid on the day, like, I think it was like 300 something bucks or whatever that, you know, for the day. But then on top of that, I didn't realize, but they were going to give us a check for like residuals for like the usage. So like, for example, like I was talking about that with that, with Kyle and his, and his um, TikTok video, how it's going to be playing for three months. Right. So companies will pay for a, a length of time for their usage. So apparently for that, that, you know, that gay prize shoot, they were like, they were like streaming it somewhere. I think it was like Facebook. Um, I never saw it. I never saw the ad, but apparently it did stream for like three or six months or something like that. And literally like, I can't even tell you, but I was like so short that week. Like I was like needing extra money really, really bad. And when I tell you that God blessed me with a check for $3,000 plus for that shoot, like I literally just like opened my mail and saw a check for that residual money for that shoot I did like months ago. And I was just like, what? Like, it was like a blessing, literally a blessing. Cause I needed money that week. I know I was very short 
And so I was just like amazed because I was like, are you? I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, I just got a fucking check in the mail for like $3,000 plus for this shoot that I did like months ago that I forgot about. And I just get a random check in the mail. So that was such a blessing. Like, I will tell you that. And that kind of happens to me like every now and then. Um, I had one more example and I can't remember what it was. But yeah, but just shit like that, like the TikTok video and then the residual check, like, um, you know, I'll get a random. Oh, I remember now. It was like where one time I was going through the garage um, and looking through my dad's old, like just stuff. You know, my dad was kind of like me, very talented, had very many gifts, but dabbled in many different things, you know, and part of it, he was a musician. So he had like equipment. Right. And there was this box with this like device I don't I don't even know what it is to this day I don't I don't remember what it's called it was a device for like music okay just call it that it was a device and it was old you know because my dad you know was a musician back in like you know like the 60s and 70s whatever you know but apparently it was vintage whatever it was it was worth a lot of it was like I literally didn't know what it was I literally put it on eBay for like a hundred bucks because I had no idea what it was I did Google it a little bit, so I knew kind of like, okay, well, this is like some sort of equipment for music, so it's got to be worth something, right? So I just put it up on eBay for like a hundred bucks. Little did I know, in seven days, I would make like a hundred dollars, almost nine hundred dollars from that one item. Like people were bidding on that shit, and the bid the bid got all the way up to like almost nine hundred dollars. It was insane. But I do remember that that was the time where I had to pay the property the property taxes for the house. So I was like, man, like how am I gonna get this extra money? Like I was like, fuck. And then boom, that happens. Like God, God and like my father like sent this device. Like hey, hey love, sell this on eBay here's your extra money that you need for the month. There you go. Like, you're welcome. So yeah, shit like that always happens to me. Um, I don't know about you guys. Does that shit happen to y'all? Share with me. I would love to hear your stories. Um, I really truly feel like God and the universe, like they're, they're always, it's, it, it's speaking to us on a daily basis. And, but like, we just sometimes can get very caught up into like our world, our lives, our job, our partner, our friends, whatever, that we don't really see the signs, but they're there. I really truly feel like they're there. And he kind of gives them to you to kind of let you know that you're on the right path. So I feel like the reason I keep going into all these like things is that I'm, I'm maybe on the right path. Like, I hope so. Like, I think that's, I hope that's why I keep getting these little bread, bread comes, bread crumbs. Wow. Not bread comes. Whoa. Lord have mercy. Um, yeah. So, um, just thought I'd share that. That'd be kind of fun to just kind of share. Um, and, and curious if you guys also have those experiences, let a bitch know. I'll be really curious for that. So, all right, guys. I am excited. I really want to talk about this fucking film with y'all. I think it is a very important film to talk about. Um, It's a documentary, and it is called A Plastic Ocean. Yep. A Plastic Ocean, guys. So when it comes to A Plastic Ocean, uh, so this documentary, um, this is all according to PlasticEthics.com. It's just like broke down a little bit of information. I also wrote down my own notes about it, but this is what I'm reading it off of. Um, so A Plastic Ocean, guys, it is a, an adventure documentary, right? And it's shot with more than 20 locations and over the past four years, right? So there's these two explorer, explorers. One dude is named Craig Leeson. He's like this huge ocean lover. He loves whales. Like he loves like, he's a journalist, like super passionate about the ocean. And then there's this other chick, her name is Tanya. Streeter and she's like this you know free diver 
really fit mom and like really passionate about the planet and all that fun stuff too, right? And so they're both scientists and they want to reveal the causes and the consequences of the the plastic pollution um, and try to share solutions, which I think is super important too. So this documentary, it shows like the accumulation of like floating plastic debris in the oceans and highlights the consequences uh, for the form that of the pollution that that it, that it's impacting the marine environment. So um, the film is in 2016, but it's it's still up to, like it's literally like still showing that this is a problem and it's continuing continuing on. So um, and it's very it's huge. It's it's very what do you call it eye opening. It, it, it really it, it's like if you do, if you're in denial about what the state of the planet is in when it comes to the ocean and the planet and like plastics if you watch this, there's like no denying it. You know what I mean? So like I watched it. I was super, super like sad. And it, it, I, I, I often get this feeling of hopelessness though, which is kind of sad. Um, I want to hear more, more improvements that we're doing a good thing. Like I want to hear like, Hey, we've reduced this. We, you know, we, we, we have reduced our plastic intake by this percentage since last year or something like, like I want to start seeing those numbers go down, but so far I don't see that, you know? And so that's why I'm doing this on my platform to try to get us all to think about this stuff on a daily basis, you know, and to be accountable because we are, we're, we as the consumers are the ones that control the company. Like, you know what I mean? Like if we demand that we don't want plastic bottles then guess what companies will start try to find other sources like they'll be like hmm, maybe we'll use paper or maybe we'll use you know a biodegradable plastic something like that you know maybe they'll actually start to fucking care right so one part in the documentary there was like this woman was like collecting all these like there's these science scientists and they've been studying the marine life right and this is how they're finding out about all this plastic um they literally just be walking around on the ocean and they'll see all these like dead animals sweep up. And like a lot of the dead animals were like birds. Right. So like she would go around and she would collect the dead birds carcasses and she would go through their stomachs. And these birds had literally stomachs full of plastic. I mean, little tiny little bits of plastic um, and the birds eat them, right? So, cause to a bird, you know, fruits and seeds and things like that, it looks like plastic. So for these animals, they're eating it thinking it's food, but it's, it's fucking poison. It's plastic, you know, it's toxic, toxic material, you know, so to speak. Cause it's like, it's plastic. That's super hard to, to break down. It doesn't break down. And then it collects all the toxins and all the like, you know, viruses and bacteria and, and it stays on those plastics and the, and the animals eat them. Right. So there was like this one bird and it said that the record was like the bird had 276 pieces of plastic in it. And this bird was only nine, 90 days old. Okay. So it's a 90 day old bird and has 276 pieces of plastic in its stomach. And then it died. So it's just like, fuck, you know what I mean? Like seeing that she literally was like collecting all these birds and like just just like cutting open their stomachs and just bleh, all this fucking plastic would just pop out. It was so gross and so horrible. Um, so yeah, I was like watching this and I was just kind of like, wow, okay, so we're fucked, you know? Like I was just like feeling so like, you know, but there is some good, you know, like, but they did showcase like, you know, you know, like countries that are changing things and doing good. But before that too, like there was also this, like 
this tiny little island in Fiji, right? And I've been to Fiji. So this was really like kind of shocking to me. Uh, there's this island called uh, Tavula, right? And the Fijian people look like me, guys. I don't know if y'all, I don't know if I talked about this in prior episodes, but when I went to Fiji, I swear to God, I looked Fijian as fuck. And everyone there thought I was Fijian because I'm black and Asian. So they looked like a mix of like Caribbean and, 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 and Asian, right? So like a black and Asian mix, right? Um, and yeah, literally hair, same hair texture, like same skin color, you know, literally everyone came up to me, started speaking to me Fijian and like all the lingo. And I was like, oh, skirt, skirt. Oh, bitch, hold on. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm from America. I'm from Chicago. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm black and Asian, like, nah. So yeah. So I was really interested in this because, so this island is, is a small island off of Fiji and they have become so overrun with plastic and the people are living in plastic heaps, like literally like it was like the saddest thing to watch. It was like these, because the island was super tiny. The island is small, right? Small, small, small. And, you know, it's a tiny island and they have imports and goods comes in and then like it's an island. So like literally like the plastics just, they just like live in the garbage. Like they're in the water, the plastic and the waste is like in their, in their like living facilities you know they're burning the plastics to cook their food so they're inhaling all that plastic you know toxins and literally the people there like the number one killer that they like the number one killer like whatever the percentage for the for the reason that the people die on that island is is cancer they die of cancer and they die because they're they're they have this system like like you know, where they burn the plastics and they're cooking over them and they're breathing in the fumes. So they're just, they're just literally getting plastic like in them systems and they're getting cancer and they're dying. So it was really, really sad. Um, but yeah, but I mean, I watched that. They showcased a lot of like the horribleness. Um, they also spoke about how, you know, in retrospect, people like, I feel like people don't feel like it's their problem unless it pertains to them. But I want everyone here to know that if you consume animals, like you have eaten plastic. Cause like this documentary is so good because it really breaks down like how these plastic pieces, like they become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And to finally that the little microorganisms are eating the plastics. And then you can just imagine the bigger fish eat the bigger, you know, like it just keeps going on and on and on. Right. And then shrimp will eat that little micro little organism. And then, you know, the shrimp gets eaten by the fish and then the fish gets eaten by the shark and the sharks, get eaten, whatever. It just keeps going on and up. You get it. Right. But if you think about it, guys, we're consuming fish, right. As people that eat meat. So literally you're eating the fish and the fish has just eaten another organism that's eaten plastic. Right. And they were showing in the documentary how, how the plastic doesn't, doesn't biodegrade. It's not, it, does, it just stays there, right? It breaks down into smaller pieces, but it stays, it's still existent. And what the plastic is, it just kind of like, it just, it's, it floats on the ocean and it absorbs all the rays from the sun and then also the toxins from like all the waste that we have that we dump into the plant, um, to the ocean gets stuck to the plastic and then the fish are eating it. So the fish are getting sick and they're getting cancerous cells and all that gross stuff. And then we are eating the fish. And then that is the reason why supposedly we're getting all these, you know, illnesses and cancers and viruses and things like that. So, 
I mean, the proof is there. You know what I mean? Like it's they they've done the science. The sci- they're scientists. Like they've done the research. They've done the testing, and they've been pro- It's it's been proven. So, um, so it's 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 we're at the point now where it is affecting us. Like you know, like we see that you know with with the food we're consuming and like you know you know everyone getting sick from cancer things like that. You know, so it is affecting us. So. We can't just close our eyes to it, guys. It's, it's you know, and then, you know, Earth Day was just the other week. So I wanted to still talk about this because, because you know, I, I feel like it's Earth Month or it should be Earth Year. It should be Earth every, every single goddamn day. Let's just be real, guys. Because this is, a, this is, we only live on one planet. We only have this planet, you know? I mean, fucking uh, Elon Musk, Musk or whatever his name is, he's trying to fucking move our, you know, he's trying to fucking rent out Mars right now and shit because he getting ready to fucking leave because he knows that this earth is doomed you know like if we don't fucking change our ways so yeah um but there is some good because they did in the documentary they showed that some countries are trying to do good just like France did right with the those students that were taking um gum pieces and making like you know little like sneaker wheels or whatever just so cute and so innovative I love it um so in parts of Germany they say that they give people 25 cents for every plastic bottle they return to the re- the retailer. So like I've in the documentary they show these like containers and these like these machines where like you can take the plastic ba- bottles and you can just like insert them in this hole and then like the you know the machine will tally up how many plastic bottles you just returned and shoot you out some cashola. Right? I mean a fucking amazing, fucking amazing. And in Germany they also made it so that the retailer that sells the plastic um it has to it has to dispose of the plastic, right? Which makes so much fucking sense, don't you think? Like if if I'm over here, like if I'm like Pepsi Cola, right, and I've made a million fucking plastic bottles, and the, just I just leave it out there for the waste, I feel like Pepsi Cola should be the one accountable to collect that fucking you know plastic and get rid of it, or find a way to reuse it or something, right? Doesn't that make so much sense? I feel like we all should do that. So Germany, that is amazing. So when I heard that uh, Germany like made the retailer, the company that's doing the job, like that's actually, uh, you know, developing and processing the plastic, they're going to be held accountable to get rid of it. Ah, genius. Amazing. Why don't we all do that? Like, it's so, 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 so good. Um, So shout out to Germany. Um, Rwanda is another country that has banned plastic bags. So shout out to Rwanda. Um, and then in Haiti, in Haiti, there's this amazing, 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 um, what is it? It's like a, like an organization like this. It's whatever. It's basically a part of the whole climate change, the Paris agreement that, you know, that's, you know, it's a, you know, all of it. It's all about saving, you know, being sustainable and saving the planet. Right. So, so this company, it's called the Plastic Bank, right? It's an international corporation uh, it's and then it's in, implemented a market-based solution to improve the health of the planet. So in Haiti, plastic waste is collected by the local people, and they, they and it's sold to global brands who recycle and reuse it. Right. So they take the local plastic waste, and then they collect it, and then they receive payment for the pl- the plastic that they collect. So the, I watched this cute little short film, a short little clip that like it had this like. Family in Haiti. This black woman was collecting, you know, was putting her kids, getting her kids ready for school. And then when she said on her way to school, on the way back home from walking her kids to school, she collects all the plastic and she turns it in to the plastic bank. And the plastic bank will give her money. And then she takes that money. She can feed her kids. She can pay, you know, 
pay your bills or whatever. It's it's great. So that's what they're doing in Haiti. And I said, that's amazing. I really, really was like, oh my God, yes. Like something that can help, you know. And and these are like poverty, I'm sorry, poverty stricken people. So they're locals. Like they literally like need to do this to make ends meet. So I thought that was really, you know, at least there's that for that. You know, there's a, some sort of good that's coming from plastic, collecting this plastic waste. Um, and then also, oh, in this documentary, there was, in Ireland, there's this machine that they created that can change plastic into diesel? What? I mean, take all that shit and make it diesel. Take all that shit, all of it, and make it some fucking gas. Like, that's the thing. Like, you know, some of these, some of these renewable, these non-renewable resources like fuel and like gasoline and all that bullshit. Like, why, yeah, why can't we fucking take plastic or some shit or these, all these like fucking things that we, you know, and make it to use, you know? Um, apparently, they also talk about in the documentary, there is, they have a system in the Navy. Um, they like, to, in the Navy, like they, they have a system where they like literally like change and they take the plastic from its original, original source and they like change it, they, they reuse it again in the, in, the, in the same vicinity, like on their same like boats. Like it's like some sort of system they've done so that way they can like reuse it and like use it again, but, it, but for good. It was really interesting. I was like, wow. Like, so, so the thing is, the thing that's annoying, it's like this, this technology, this, all of this shit exists, right? It's, it's, it's been proven. Like I've gone to grocery stores where I've seen the biodegradable bags made of cornstarch, right? Um... I've seen it, you know, we've seen that, you know, like, you know, companies or that one Kenyan, um, in Kenya, they were taking like plastic and they were making like, I don't know, bricks out of it to like use for like, you know, to make houses and shit. Like, so there's you, there's good things that we can do, but it's like the people with the money and the corporations that like, they're just, they don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, they're just so money hungry. Like, they'd rather just make as much fucking money as they can, you know? Fuck the environment. Like, whatever. We don't give a shit. Like, you know, that's not going to be our problem. Like, we're going to be long gone, you know? That's, like, the mentality. So it's, like, we have to shift the mentality of these fucking horrible people because in retrospect, like, it's affecting us now. Like, we can't deny it. So, so yeah, guys. I just, I just really wanted to... I really wanted to talk about it because I was just like, man, like, this, this documentary kind of opened my eyes a lot Again, it's really making me rethink this whole eating meat thing because I was like, man, the fuck? Like, you know, all these animals we're consuming, guys. Like, you know, they're testing these animals. They're finding plastic in them. They're finding plastic in our food. So if we think that we're like, you know, tossing out all the... when we, So when we go shopping and we're getting those plastic bottles and we're getting all the plastic containers and inside of all our, of our, all of our shit that we buy at the grocery store, like... That's coming back at us now, guys. It's coming back, and it's coming back in our food, and it's making us sick. So I know it's it sucks because it's like, well, what the fuck do you do, right? When you go to the grocery store, it's like, well, there's plastic everywhere, right? Honestly, guys, there are comp- there's there's you know better choices that you can make. You can actually buy your items from different like there's. I mean, I don't know about I can't think of any place here in Chicago that has it, but I know it exists because I know I've seen them. But like, there's even like stores that exist that like you can go to and like you bring your own containers to fill like they have the like cereal in different containers and instead of you taking a box off the shelf with the with the cereal in it you would take your container your glass jar or whatever and you would take it and you would fill your container up with that cereal and then you would close it and then you would pay for that 
So it would go by weight. So it's really interesting, fascinating, right? But it's a way to, to cut down, right, on the un, unnecessarily single-use plastics and single-use anything out there, right? Um, so, you know, I, I love Trader Joe's. Shout out to Trader Joe's. Like, they're very, very um, adamant about, like, like their, their bags are made of, you know, cornstarch and... You know, they have the, you know, when you check out, they have the paper bags ready to go for you. Um, you can always bring your own bags. So, like, there's that. They have, the, like, they're, you know, you can make better choices. Like, if you look for containers, like, if you're shopping, like, try to go for more glass, you know. Glass is sand, guys. Glass is just sand, so it can be broken down. Um, it's not harmful to the environment. It's not plastic. So, if you can get things that are made of glass, that's a better choice right there. Um, aluminum as well. Aluminum is very re- recyclable. So like cans, like if you can fuck plastic bottles, guys, fuck them, stop buying them. I'm going to do it again, guys. Stop buying plastic bottles. Stop buying ba- blah, 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 blah. Can't speak English. Stop buying plastic bottles. Okay. Um, there's even cans of water you can get now. Like, I know, I mean, like if you don't like sparkling water, whatever, you, that's on you. Cause it's just lit, but <laughs> there is like f- flat water now that's coming in cans. And then, um, also, I think I think I shouted them out before, but Just Water by Will Smith, that company that it's just, it's called Just Water. You know, a lot of their packaging comes from it's recycled. You know, so you're going to be supporting renewable recycling people right there um, if you support them and buy their water. You know, so it's just it's just about making better choices, guys, on an everyday basis. So it's about being accountable. You know, what I'm saying it's about thinking about how do I do good to this planet today? Like waking up in the day and being like, wow, hmm, how can I do better to save the planet? You know, I've been riding my bike to work, you know, like not only do I get my ass up to get my ass, you know, working and that sounded fucking, why did I say it like that? Why just say exercise, Kim, what the fuck is wrong with you? Not only do I exercise by biking to work, there you go. That wasn't something a normal person would say. Um, but I'm reducing my carbon footprint, right? By not driving my car, right? So like I'm saving money on gas. Like it's a win-win, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's just thinking about things like that, you know? Um, about being accountable, you know? It, it, we have to try, guys. Like this is our planet. This is, we are the consumers. We are the ones buying the products. We are the ones demanding what we need. So if you don't need the plastics and all that, if you're telling the if you're telling the retailers like, hey, I don't fucking want you to make this out of plastic, fucking write them letters. I've done it. Fucking write them letters. I was super disappointed. There was this, there's this cupcake company here in Chicago, and they were doing like they, all their you know packaging was in like paper, and then all of a sudden, I started seeing plastic come out, and I was just like, the fuck. And it was because the plastic was cheaper for them to buy. Instead of just keeping and using the paper, you know? So it's just like shit like that. It's like, you guys are taking a step back. Like, you know what I'm saying? You had the right idea and now you just took it the fuck on back. So like, pay attention to that shit, guys. Because companies be doing that. They be slick on y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, they be like, you know, taking shit back instead of going forward and being more sustainable. They're like being de-sustainable. Is that a a thing? Can you say that? Anyways. So yeah, guys. Um... Please, 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 please. I hope you guys got some good notes from me just kind of rambling about that documentary on Netflix. Again, the, the, the documentary on Netflix is called A Plastic Ocean. Really, really, really important to watch. Um, put it on your watch list. Super, super good. Great. And it's informative. And it helps you realize like what what is really happening to our food. So 
definitely definitely pay attention to that um what else guys yeah honestly that's really all, all i wanted to kind of dive in on this week was showcasing that it was just earth day um it was also 420 hey i'm still high hey yeah you guys the gum the gummy has fully kicked in i have like if y'all could see me i am lean the fuck back feet in the air straight chill on um ready for bed uh because i have to work early, really early in the morning um yeah your girl's been your girl's back being busy guys i just looked at my calendar and i said the fuck oh my god um also next week is my birthday hey shout out to me um you guys next week i will be 32 years old oh my god y'all 32 I literally, I literally, when I, I remember when I was like in my early twenties or like 19 in college and I was, I remember looking and being like 32 is old as fuck y'all. Like, I remember that. I remember like thinking like, oh my God, when I'm 32, I'm going to have it all together. Y'all I'm going to have my, I'm going to know everything. I'm going to have a house, a kid, you know, the white picket fence, you know, the job of my dreams. Like I'm going to be living it guys. And he, and here I am right now. Don't know what the fuck's going on. Don't have it together. Don't got no money. Like life is just hilarious like that. But one thing I will say is that I have lived a pretty badass life for being 32. Been to 34 countries, right? 34 or 35 or 36. God damn it. I don't remember. It's like in the thirties. It's, I think it's 34. 36 I can't remember anyways um I've been to a lot of my fucking countries okay I'm proud to say that I, I've been to that many countries like I've been to you know 30 plus countries that's impressive you know um you know I I've lived abroad you know I left America guys I fucking left this fucking country and I said fuck this place and I've lived in a different country for a while you know um what else you know I've you know fuck I mean I've experienced like you know I've seen things like I've, I've met so many people in my life. You know, I, I have love, you know, I have substance in my life. I have things to be excited about. You know, I feel like when you lose the thrill of life and you become, you live this routine mundane existence, like, I feel like that's when you have to worry. You know what I mean? Like I, for me, it's always the excitement of what's next. Like I never know where, where my life is going to be. I never know where my life will take me. You know, like I think that's super exciting. You know, I, I, I look forward to the unknown, you know, because I feel like the journey there is what makes life livable. So, Wow, I just got really deep on y'all. Ooh, man, I think that's the edible talking. Hey, I'm telling you guys, cannabis be making y'all think, y'all. It be making y'all really, like, just learned it. <laughs> learned it and smart. So, and that's kind of where I've been at. Um, All right, guys, I've talked enough. I need to go sleep or something. Or I think my cat's like, bitch, where the fuck are you? Um, My partner probably got home from work already. Um, I thank you guys so, 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 so much. Um, you have no idea. Like as a 30, next week I will, I'll be 32. And this podcast is another, another huge, like success for me and a huge goal in my life. You know what I mean? My next goal is, is I want to write a book guys. I do. I want to write a book, um, that, it, that is on the, my bucket list. So once I accomplish that too, I will feel really, 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 really happy. Um, but right now the podcast, I'm just so grateful, guys. Like, you guys are amazing. Um, 
you know, my listenership is still small, but honestly, I love you guys really just whoever you guys are for listening. I love you down. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, you know, always, you know, sharing my episodes, sharing my content on social media, talking, even just having engaging t- conversations. Cause that's really what I wanted to, what this is all about. It's about having good content, but also like talking about good shit, like having engaging conversations with people, not just like your typical, what the, what the Kardashians do today. Like bitch, fuck out of here. Fuck them. Like who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like, let's talk about real shit. Let's talk about substance, like have substance, have really good things to talk about, but not just about fucking like, you know, fruitful bullshit that I can't. Appropriation is the worst. Anyways. Um, so yeah, guys, thank you again. As always, you can always follow me on the socials. Um, stay tuned for your girl on TikTok. Um, I'm probably going to make another comeback because your girl can make some money off of it. So keep a lookout for that. Um, Instagram, Twitter, haven't tweeted in a while. Uh, I don't know how you guys do it. Tweeting is so, there's just so much. I can't keep up with all this shit. Um, I am really, I do engage a lot on Facebook. I do engage a lot on Instagram. Those are the two platforms I really kind of been focusing on right now. Um, but you can always email me at kimboologypodcast at gmail.com. I always like, like anything. Uh, I appreciate you guys sliding in my DMs. Um, I'm on Snapchat, like just like all the random shit you can think of. I'm, I have an account for it. So if you want to reach out to me, I will see it eventually. (laughs) But I love you guys for real. Um, I want you guys to definitely stay hydrated I want you guys to do something good for the environment this week if you can. If you see something on the ground, a plastic bottle, pick it up and put it in your recycling bin. That would be amazing. Uh, If you could just, when you're shopping and you're at the grocery store, if you can bring your own bags, if you could carry your items. Fuck it. If you go to Walgreens and you just bought like a toothpaste, do you really need a bag? You don't. Don't take the bag. Just leave the bag there, okay? Um... Use your reusable water bottles. I know everybody's got them nowadays. Everybody's got a reusable water bottle. Fill that bitch up with water before you leave the house for work or the gym or whatever have you and take it with you. That's something you can do good with too as well. Um, When you buy your products like your Q-tips or your dental flosses and things like that, try to buy biodegradable materials, guys. Like literally, they exist. I have biodegradable toothpicks. I have biodegradable earplug, uh, ear, what do you call it? Um, Q-tips or whatever. Like any product you can think of that you just have single-use items. Try to buy it where it biodegrades because that will be saving the planet, okay? You'll be doing yourself a favor because this is our planet. This is your planet, you know? It's yours too. It's not just mine. It's all of ours. So let's try to protect it together, guys. Okay. I think I'm done with my um, hippy-dippy Mother Teresa shit right now. Um, I'm going to go and masturbate. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye-bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. (laughs) Well, shoot the damn dog.